0: You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. Well, oh my gosh, it's finally happening. Um, We're doing this podcast live for the first time. So literally ever. Um, We definitely listen to a lot of podcasts, but we've never recorded any of our own. So please bear with us, especially these first couple of episodes. Um, But I'm Catherine and I'm Chelsea and we are going to be the
1: hosts of the Heart and Soul podcast every week. So excited. We've been talking about this for months now, pretty much since we met this past summer. And um, yeah, Chelsea, why don't you tell them how we met? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to embarrass myself up front. But um, so basically I just moved to Wilmington this past summer with my fiance, And before we had gotten here, I am very much a planner. And we were in the midst of planning our wedding, actually. And I started following the venue that we'll be using on Instagram. And one day, Catherine's wedding happened to be featured on the Instagram story of this wedding venue. And Shout out at Rightsful Manor. Yes. It's awesome. I'm so excited. Anyway, so... I loved everything that she did at her wedding and I just kept flipping through the stories and thinking, "Oh my gosh, I love this girl. <laughs> like, we're going to be friends." And this sounds super creepy, but like I'm going to add her and start following her and just, you know, reach out to her, slid into her DMs um to see um if we could hang out once I got to Wilmington because I didn't yeah, have any did. friends here anymore. And then we actually ended up running into each other a couple of times. Like we didn't even really intend on hanging out. And then God was just like, "Okay insert Catherine and Chelsea in the same place several times and uh yeah it was meant to be yeah and here we are if it's meant to be it's meant to be yeah like B.B. and Florida Georgia Line
0: said <laughs> um but yeah we'll just kind of introduce ourselves a little bit and talk about what this or what we think this whole podcast is going to be about we're open to pretty much anything but mm-hmm. um my name's Catherine like I said earlier Um, I moved to Wilmington, North Carolina about four and a half years ago. I'm from Dallas, Texas. Um, and I moved here actually because I was struggling with a body eating disorder, um, when I was living in Dallas those last couple of years. And I was kind of starting to accept that I needed to heal from that and was ready to heal from it, but didn't feel like I could do that in Dallas. Like I just kind of felt a little stuck there. Um, and so my mom's actually from Wilmington and I had come out and visited here so many times and loved it, obviously, because the beach, um, but that year I was just really craving a fresh start. And I felt like when one, well, really one time when I was visiting my grandmother, I went on a run and I like dropped to my knees on the beach and started bawling and just felt like this is my fresh start. Um, so I really feel like it was God who called me here and, um, Right when he brought me here, he introduced me to so many freaking awesome people through, um, like I literally knew no one. So I was just like, what do I do? And I joined a bunch of like fitness and running groups because, um, that's what I liked to do. (laughs) And I still like to do that. Um, and then I started building like such sweet community through that. And so, um, yeah, I, I'm really loving Wilmington. I feel like God has, like, done a 180 on my life and really um, definitely made huge waves in healing me from that eating disorder. But also, he has just taught me so, so much um, in the last part of my 20s while living here. And, yeah, that's just kind of, like, how I got here. Um,
1: what mm-hmm. about you, Chelsea? You're going to tell them what you do? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I guess we should talk about that, too. Okay, so
0: when people ask me what I do, I I actually don't know how to answer because (laughs) I do so many
1: things. That's why this podcast was created, because people don't understand what we both do. Yeah,
0: people don't really get us. Um, We also don't really get ourselves. but Still figuring (laughs) it out. So I... um, I have a background in marketing, and I studied public relations in school, so I've been working in the marketing world ever since I graduated college in 2011, but I, when I moved here, I got connected with this really cool fitness gym called Axis Fitness, and I was already in love with um, fitness and loved that it had healed me from like such a tough time in life, um, and graciously, I got to know the, the owners of Axis, and they actually ended up offering me a, a part-time position. And so ever since then, I've kind of grown into this. Um, I'm like their marketing director. And then I'm also their. Um, I'm a coach there. I do personal training. Um, but on the side, I started a ministry for women called soul fitness. And that's kind of where the soul comes from for heart and soul. um, and that is just a, a group of women in Wilmington who meet a couple times a week, and we work out together. We sweat it out, and I found that through um, fitness, a lot of vulnerability happens because you're already like overcoming and conquering something that's so tough together. So I was like, why don't we just like work out together and then like really get to know each other? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 really a place where we invite this idea of shameless living in. Um, and we just build relationships and cultivate community in Wilmington. Um, and I do it from a place of, I want these women to love themselves the way I didn't love myself for so long. So, um, I just want these, my, I guess my goal in life is to, is to encourage women to love the skin that they're in. And I feel like God's put me in some pretty intricate places in life to where I can do that well. Um, so I'm thankful for that. And then I also do social media marketing with Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: that's a whole nother That's thing. a whole nother thing.
0: We'll get into <laughs> that later. But <laughs> um, what do you do,
1: Chels? Um So I, like I said earlier, recently moved to Wilmington. Um, before we moved here, I was living in Raleigh. And I was working full time in fitness at a big like worldwide corporation, which was really cool, really awesome. I got to do so many things there from personal training, teaching every type of fitness class to event planning, you name it. It was really like dream job material. And so many people, if you live in the Raleigh area, know about this company and everyone was like, why the heck would you leave? That's so crazy. Um, But Jordan, my fiance and I just always felt this pull to move back to Wilmington. He got a really awesome job opportunity. And next thing you know, here we are. So I did have to make that conscious decision to leave, but it was totally worth it because towards the end of my three years there, I was really feeling like I was ready to do something else and just kind of fulfill dreams of my own. So with that being said, um, I'm definitely still involved in the fitness world. It's very much still a passion of mine. I'm still working at a corporation here training their employees. I also work at a a yoga studio, AXIS Yoga Studio. Shout out. Yes. And then I'm also a photographer. So I mainly specialize in weddings and couples, but we also do photography for branding, which is where we partner on that together. So that's kind of yeah. the gist of it. We're both very multi-passionate, multi-faceted, and figured, hey, a podcast would be a great idea and kind of vessel to be able to talk about all the things that we're passionate about and feel like we have yeah. experience and some knowledge in, yeah, totally. And I think that the like the purpose of this podcast specifically is,
0: um, just girl talk with with women, like minded women. So um, we'll talk about everything from hard struggles that we've dealt with in the past, like really tough, deep things, and then we'll also talk about like what happened on the Bachelor last night. So mm-hmm. um, we just want this to be a place where you can come. And know that even though we cannot see you, that you are loved and you're not alone. Um, Being a woman is like so freaking hard (laughs) and emotional and so many ups and downs. And we think all the things and um, you're not alone in that. Like we are just women trying to conquer this world together and we need each other. So um, we just want this to be an encouragement for y'all. Um, But yeah, like Chelsea said, one of the things that really brought us together was fitness. Um, So we're both pretty involved in the fitness world um, and we're both coaches. So it's obviously something that we, um, I guess, portray a lot like on social media and Mm -hmm. just in our everyday lives. So actually yesterday, Chelsea and I put up this like ask a question thing, which by the way, I have like a thing about this. Have you ever noticed that, like, celebrities will put this up and they're just like, ask me about me.
1: (laughs) Like, how vain is that? I know, it's very... But I do it. Or they'll do the thing where it's like, make an assumption about me. and Yeah, like, like, "Like,
0: tell me who you think I am.
1: Yeah, like, you are vegan because it's cool. And it's like... Yeah,
0: like, (laughs) it's, like, really vain. But then again, like, I find myself really loving it. Like, I'm sucked into it. Mm -hmm. And social media just has that way of...
1: Tricking you into believing so many different things, but I will say, I mean, we do get a lot of messages where people are genuinely asking about what we're doing or how we're doing it. Like just the other day, I had someone ask me, "So, what do you do? Like, how how are you doing all these things? Do you work full time in any of them?" And I was like, "Well, kind of. Like, here's here's the deal." So I think people are curious for sure. Yeah.
0: So we yesterday on our stories, we were like, "Well, let's get this podcast going by." asking people what they want to ask us so um we did one of those cutesy little ask the question things and we got some really cool questions actually yeah um
1: a lot of them are about fitness
0: because that's what we do a lot but there's some also really like cool ones so I'll let Chelsea take those away
1: yeah and just kind of as a side note the podcast isn't going to revolve around fitness in any way but I do think most of the questions were geared towards that because it's January. And yes. you know, people yeah. are up and at it with the whole fitness thing. So,
0: And also, most of the podcast is not going to be just about us. yeah, <laughs> Like, Hopefully questions not. about us. Um, So don't worry about that either. We're not that vain.
1: Interview's coming soon. Yeah. We'll start here, though. Okay, so the first question is, what do you find to be your biggest motivation? And I don't know if she meant necessarily in fitness or in our life in general or in our careers, but I think we can kind of yeah. touch on all of that. What do you think? Um. Well, my biggest motivation, but I think that
0: obviously the people who surround me in life are the ones who are motivating me most. Um. So I think it's really important who you surround yourself with and if they are willing to like rally behind you to achieve your dreams because – Mm -hmm. A lot of times I feel like our dreams feel a little bit crazy or unachievable. Um, so what motivates me to like go after the things that I love and feel called to, I feel like are the people who are championing, championing, wow, (laughs) championing, (laughs) championing, (laughs) whatever, champ, encouraging me. Okay. Um, so yeah, I feel like that is a huge motivation for me. Also my past, Mm -hmm. um, like just knowing some of the hurt and struggles that I've experienced in life it's almost like you use that because you don't want to go back there and it it kind of catapults you into the life that you actually do want to live yeah um which is always tough to dig up but worth it mhm what about you
1: yeah i was actually going to say something really similar like in terms of my fitness i think a lot of my motivation also comes through, from like where i used to be where I never was super into working out or anything like that until I got to college and was actually studying exercise science. And by that point, I had already gained all this weight because, you know, college. Yeah. And I I was like, well, I guess I need to actually start taking care of myself if I'm going to be helping others do that. And I just remember being at this place of thinking that like fitness has such a stigma around it it of it being all about like the way that you look and I don't know just being able to do all the things and Mm -hmm. I quickly learned that it wasn't it's really just one small change at a time and and changing your lifestyle and it's not about the way that you look at all and yes I did lose most of the weight and felt so much better about myself but I really learned that it's just about changing your life and your everyday habits so for me my motivation just comes from like everyday life you know. Never wanting to go back to the place that I was at before of Mm -hmm. just straight up not working out ever. Yeah. And I, my motivation is I want to live a long, healthy life and be there for my family and my future children and a future husband. And yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah. And I've noticed, I don't know if you've noticed this too,
0: like I'm one of those annoying people that like will post my workouts on social media and it's not because I'm like, look at what I've done. I'm amazing. Right. But it's, it's. Genuinely, because people will message me back and be like, yeah. I only work out because you do, and yeah. it pushes me to work out. And so, with fitness, I think, um, like I think the motivation there is that it genuinely makes you feel good once you start. Yeah, people are like, Oh, it's so hard. Yeah, it's supposed to be hard, it's and it's like never gonna, be like, really never gonna be like, there's never gonna be a day where I wake up and I'm like not sore, like, I still get sore every time, but the like truly the endorphins and also just like the feeling of doing something for yourself that's like strong and empowering it may it changes the way you think about yourself
1: 100% um
0: and I think that's kind of what motivates me for fitness too is like Mm -hmm. I just like myself more when I do it yeah not like physically but like internally I like myself more
1: I feel like a lot of people also ask you know how do you motivate yourself and the truth is Like, I'm not motivated every day. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, yes, I'm a coach. I'm an instructor. I have to be enthusiastic when I'm training my clients. But there's some days where I don't want to work out by the time I've trained everyone from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., you know? yeah. So it's just one of those things where it's like you have to just stick it out and do it for your own well-being. And once you're there, it's so worth it. It's so worth it, yeah. So...
0: Yeah, I know that was kind of all over the place. That was also a lot about fitness, but like whatever, we love it. Okay, you will too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess. And then I would say just in career and life, it's really all about family for me and like Mm. my future. So working really hard now before we have children and everything like that. So that when that day comes, I have flexibility and can be there for them and just have like that healthy work-life balance. I think that's where my biggest motivation is for.
0: Yeah, that's so true because I, w- I mean, you and I both are working like office jobs, which nothing against them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I had a mom growing up, still do, she's awesome, who um, was a working mom, but was always present because she worked from home. Right. And I, I've always wanted to be able to give that to my future family. Um, and I think this is like a really great way of kicking that lifestyle off, mm-hmm. you know?
1: And in this day and age, there's so many opportunities to be around Boss with social media and the amount of information that's out there. So, it's a really cool time. Really excited about it. All right. Next question. Yeah. I feel like a lot of these are fitness. I'm going to skip to another one just to kind of – Yeah, yeah. Mix it up. Break it up. Um, So, this wasn't necessarily a question, but it was more something to talk about. So, making friends in adult life – Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking about this when I saw this question come through. And I know people usually think the contrary, but I feel like it's actually easier in adult life.
0: I think it's easier because you know who you exactly, are. Exactly. And who you want your friends to be.
1: But the actually finding them is can be tough. Yeah, I agree. I feel like... I don't know, like the way that you and I met, it was so effortless and all I had to do was just, I mean, I guess it depends on if people suck or not. All I had to do was DM you, (laughs) okay? Yeah, seriously though, I mean, I feel so connected to so many people that I talk to or have met online, which is, you know, kind of crazy, but I have, some of them I haven't even met in person yet and it's just like you develop these relationships with them if you relate on all the things you see and I feel like everyone's so, so much more connected than ever and Mm -hmm. it's not weird to be like, oh. I'm always DMing you or relating to things that you're posting online. We should grab coffee sometime. Sure. Yeah. You know, that's never really been a problem in my adult life.
0: Yeah. I feel like as I've gotten like more older, <laughs> more
1: old. And <laughs> She turns 30 next week, guys. Yeah, guys.
0: Pray for me. <laughs> um and I and I like know who I am. It it's it's easier, but I will say like That right after college, um, those years right after college were really difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, Not making friends, because I kind of stayed near home and, like, already had friends. But I think it was just, like, there's such formative years of, like, shaping who you actually are outside of, like, your alumni or what groups you were in in college or what you majored in. Like, it's like, okay, who am I actually? So I think my biggest advice for what to do to make friends as an adult is – to go to places that you would want to continue going to. And mm-hmm. when I say that is, like, if you are really involved in your church, then, like, get involved in the church with young adults. Like, meet people through community groups or through um, events at the church. Like, mm-hmm. seek those opportunities out. Um Or if you're, like, really involved in fitness, like, join a gym and, like, do group classes. Yeah. Um, and get weird like after group ask them if they want to go get dinner with you um I think a lot of the the issue is people are just so scared to be awkward and like ask it's not awkward we're all feeling it
1: I know and it can be as simple as just complimenting somebody that you see that you think you might have something in common with and spark a conversation see where it goes I definitely don't think it's weird at all to to just make the first move you know yeah be bold y'all Um, When I first moved here, I literally knew no
0: one, and I emailed this guy on a church staff who looked my age and said, hey, would love to get involved. Also, I need friends. And he met with me for coffee, and I literally sat down and was like, no, but for real, like, I'm down to get involved in the church and all, but, like, I just actually need friends. I know no one. And he was like, oh, coming out with my friends tonight. And those are still my best friends in Wilmington. So, yeah. I just think it's that being that weird, awkward person and saying the things that nobody
1: else says. I agree. And I do think Wilmington is just a special place in general. Oh, like it's unreal. Are so nice here. It's crazy. But yeah, I think that was really good advice. All right. Next question. Let's see. What are some of the best workouts you can do to kind of help balance your work-life balance? Mm. I'm going to let you
0: take this away because you're you're much better at this than I am. You're better at life balance
1: than I am. I don't know. I, well, maybe. You're just like, you work work out way more than (laughs) I (laughs) do. You motivate me. Um, I guess, I don't know if you're meaning specific workouts, but I will say... Like I do a lot of the programming for the classes that I teach and it doesn't take a lot to get a good workout. So yeah, whenever clients come to me and say, my biggest obstacle is I don't have time or I'm too busy, I'm like, no. like <laughs> That's just really not an excuse because yeah. you can work out for 10 minutes and break a sweat and get a fantastic workout in and it's better than doing zero minutes. So mm-hmm. I always go by the motto of anything is better than nothing. So if you know, you know you're working from – you know 7 a.m to 6 p.m and you're only going to have a 15 minute time frame you can make the most of it um anything from like a hit circuit where you do 30 seconds on 15 seconds rest times you know five rounds Mm -hmm. you're gonna kill it and that's really all you need there's plenty of studies too that have shown that um little bursts of workouts throughout the day yeah add up yeah for sure so just like one little small step at a time and then the other thing I would say is if you're the type of person that um you let the rest of the day kind of get in the way like oh well like you know this meeting happened or my friend called and asked to go to coffee or whatever and then you end up not working out I'd say try to get into the habit of working out before you do anything else yeah, because that- once it's over with then you have no excuse to get in the way
0: that's so true.
1: Yeah, I try to work out in the mornings. Um
0: I used to have this really twisted and negative mindset that like I needed to work out longer in order to mm-hmm. look better. Or you need to sweat. Or, yeah, like I needed to have x amount of sweat coming from my body in order mm-hmm. to, for it to be like a legit workout. And I've learned honestly in just in the last like year and a half that that's just not the case. Like um like Chelsea said anything is better than nothing. And as long as you're feeling good after it, then it's worth it. Yeah. Like, do it for you. Don't do it for mm-hmm. – because it's January and everyone's trying to work out, you know?
1: Right. Yeah, I think just getting out of that mentality of, oh, I need 60 minutes to yeah, an hour and a half a or I have to sweat or whatever. No, like, anything that's going to increase your heart rate or get you moving is going to be better for your health no matter what. So if you look at it from that perspective, I think a little bit will add up and then for sure you'll be reaching your goals in no time. Yeah, and we can help you. We're certified. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> or come to Soul Fitness. Okay, thanks. Okay. Um, we can touch on this one a little bit. Like I said, lots of fitness ones today. What is the best supplement or protein to take post workout? I'll let you start on this because you know how I feel about this. I so. know. Well, I I've gone I've literally tried all the things.
0: Um, I like food. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like <too>. just actual <laughs>
0: food I don't know it's crazy but I have gone Riveting. from like and I still like I still use like shakes and protein shakes sure. um yeah not as meal replacements but as like enhancement for nutrition right. um but I well, I'm weird I don't work out before I don't eat before I work out because I'll like absolutely throw it up so unless I'm like running a marathon or something but After a workout, I usually just eat, like, some sort of protein, some sort of, like, real, like, chicken or um, fruits and vegetables, get a lot of greens in. Mm -hmm. But I'm – honestly, I'm not a nutritionist. I just kind of do what feels right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, That's not very good advice. No, it is. I mean, people ask me this all the time, and, like, truth be told – As certified personal trainers, most of us are – it's not within our scope of practice to give specific nutritional advice. Like, I wasn't even allowed to give specific brands or protein content or anything like that to Mm -hmm. any of my clients because, like you said, we're not certified in that. However, I will say there's something to be said about just eating real, whole foods. Yeah. Um, I don't love the idea of relying on powders and fake – Supplements, and I feel like if you're if you're eating a well balanced diet of whole, non processed foods, you're going to get a majority of what you need through that. Yeah, that's not to say I don't occasionally do, you know, a protein shake here and there if I need something quick to get me through the rest of the day if I'm not going to be home or whatever. Um, but yeah, you you won't find me in a GMC. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. good. You
0: yeah. might find me in the wine store. Wine is a big part of my.
1: Um... Mm. like food list I do like to do a nice juice after a workout and just feel like yeah that's refreshing nutrients in or a smoothie with some protein in it yeah um anything that's gonna replenish those glycogen stores I won't get too
0: yeah I don't even know what that means but
1: we'll we'll move on from that
0: but it sounded really (laughs) smart
1: (laughs) okay um what else let's see I guess there's only like a couple more questions here so, how do you set spiritual and physical goals, and what are some apps or resources that you use to help get you there? Okay, this is this <laughs> the struggle is so
0: real with this spiritually. So, I'm a Christian. I believe um, in God. I believe in Jesus. I believe He's our Savior, and I'm really good at the relationship part of Christianity, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I am disciplined in, like, meeting with people and getting <laughs> coffee, but when it comes to, we were just talking about this at church the other day, mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, sitting down and having my quiet time and reading my Bible and journaling, I'm awful at it. Um, So, I don't know that I could give you the best advice, except find what works for you, like, what type of worship or what type of, Practice makes you feel spiritually connected to your creator. Because mm-hmm. um, everyone's wired differently. Like my husband, who's freaking amazing, he is an avid journaler and reader. And that like brings him to life. So he's one of those people that like wakes up at 5 a.m. and starts journaling. And I'm still asleep, like snoozing my alarm. <laughs> um, But for me, I love like running. I love listening to worship music. I love um, like real talk with a girlfriend. Um, so I think it's just however you, whatever brings you life. I think God wired us all differently. So spiritually setting goals, you're going to have to internally check yourself and see what it is.
1: I was going to say, not that I think that's a wrong question to ask. I don't mean any offense to the question in and of itself, but I almost don't like the way of putting it as a, as a goal. As a goal. Yeah. It should be a lifestyle. Kind well, of. Um, it's just no. like, God's going to meet you where you're at and he loves you no matter what. Like, I don't feel like there are, we have to check off these boxes in order to be considered a valid Christian. Totally, you know, yeah. like, I mean, think about what we do for church. We meet at somebody's house every Sunday, like the most non-conventional yeah. thing that you can do. So I don't know that you necessarily need to be setting goals for yourself rather than just make a daily intention to somehow connect yeah for you whether that's like you said going for a run or worshiping or journaling or getting in the word or whatever it is Mm -hmm. um I just think if you find a way to connect then right yeah I like what you said like it's not you're not
0: trying to check off a to-do list Mm -hmm. or check off boxes I I mean and for my spiritual walk and yours too it's about relationships so like what do you do to to get to know someone better you just spend time with them. So however yeah. you connect with God,
1: yeah. spend time with him that way. I love that. Um so in terms of apps there, I don't oh. think that really applies. There's but, the Bible um, app, <laughs> Daily Scripture. <laughs> it gives you a verse every day. Um but for physical goals, do you use any like workout apps or anything like that? Uh, um well, there's different types of
0: workouts that I enjoy like um So I use like Garmin running app because I'm a big runner. So I'll track my workouts there. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to use MyFitnessPal and I have nothing against it except it was seriously dangerous for me because I used it as a way to count calories and cut calories. And it became like almost an obsession where I could control everything that was going in and out of my body. So I had to delete that app just personally, but I've heard really great things from other people's journeys in it. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think it's a good way to like educate yourself yeah. on you know macronutrients and
0: yeah, just daily it has and so like much that. information on nutrition. Like yeah. you can know pretty much
1: everything you're eating. And then once you lay that foundation, I don't you know you're not going to do that every single day for the rest of your life. It's so exhausting. Yeah, oh my so gosh, I agree. I've I've never been one to do the whole like food journaling thing. Yeah, um, but. I think it's a good place to start if you just don't really know anything about what you're consuming and you're just curious. Maybe you've been working towards a goal and you can't quite get there. Mm-hmm. That would maybe help you to figure out where you might need to tweak some things in your diet or yeah, whatever. Um, and like resources are
0: like outside of apps, like use the people in your life. Like, mm-hmm. like if you see your best friend every day, tell them like, this is my goal and like, keep on the DL maybe, but I, this is what I really want to achieve by this date. Can you help me get there? Like, can you text me every other morning and see if I've done this to get there or whatever it might be? Yeah. That's huge too.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, oh, and then for workout apps I use, well, we both use my zone. Yeah. Like the heart oh, rate, yeah. Monitor heart system, rate monitors, um, which kind of just I like just using straight-up heart rate rather than tracking steps or anything like that because it's going to actually show you effort, like legit effort. Yeah, and what your body is doing. How your heart mm-hmm. rate is responding at specific moments. So I really like to see that and kind of learn um, how my body responds to different types of workouts. And then I also like to use – this is a very simple app, but it's called Tabata Stop yes! Boss Pro. Yeah. love And Tibata. you can set all sorts of intervals on there. So going back to that um, – best quick workout for work-life balance you can open up that app you can set I want to do 12 minutes and then you can set I want 30 seconds on 30 seconds off and I'm going to do these four exercises and it's going to ding you it's going to give you a little countdown when you have three seconds left it's awesome you can set your specific rest time rest Um, yeah exercise that's what the voice sounds like oh mine doesn't do that oh (laughs) I just use a little gong so it's like a you know, that if you've ever thing. been to
0: Seoul, then you've heard rest, <laughs> exercise,
1: drive me nuts. Yeah. But it's also cool because it'll play through your music. So if you're listening to Spotify or something like that, it'll ding through through the music keeps it going. I need music to work out. Oh, my gosh. You. Yeah. Or podcasts. Now, nowadays, I've been really listening
0: to a lot of podcasts while I run and it's actually working. Um,
1: What's your favorite podcast oh, right now?
0: Thank you for asking. (laughs) My all-time favorite podcast is Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad. Shout out. I'm obsessed with y'all. If you ever listen to this podcast. Um, Heather might drop dead. I will actually (laughs) drop dead. But so I am like, Guilty Pleasure is The Bachelor. So when I first started listening to podcasts, I just listened to all these Bachelor, ex-Bachelor contestants who had created podcast because apparently that's what you do after The Bachelor. Um, And Tanya and Becca were my favorites because it's kind of like what I want the goal of this podcast to be, just like hanging out with your best friend. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just relate to them. I feel like uh, it's like one of those things where you see your celebrity, your celebrity crush, and you're like, we would totally hang out if we were in real life, you know? So call me Becca, call me Tanya. (laughs) Um, But I also love like murder mystery podcasts. Um, like I just listened to, um, Up and Vanished, which was really good. Um, serial, Dirty John. Mm, That's a good one. That's a good one. And then they
1: just make a movie about that recently. Yeah. Well, Connie Britton.
0: Yeah. The girl from Friday Night Lights and Nashville is the lady in it. Yeah. What's yours?
1: So I was like super hooked on listening to business and entrepreneurial ones for, I mean, I still am. Like Jenna Kutcher, Goldigger, yeah, and um, Rachel Hollis I loved for a while. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. But I was almost listening to them too much that it was like building this anxiety in me. Like, oh, these are all the things I should be doing in my business. And oh, yeah. I need to go be productive. And it almost was like doing the opposite of what I needed it to do. So I kind of took a little break from that the mm-hmm. last couple of months. And I got into My Favorite Murder. Oh, gosh. Hilarious. Which was <laughs> almost like... Became an obsession. I have been listening to it nonstop. Every time I get in the car, I'm totally binging it. It's so good. I know it sounds kind of crazy that it's like a comedy true crime show, but you just got to listen to it. It's hilarious. So funny. But I'm also weirdly into listening to all that stuff. Me too. Um, Even though it creeps me out. I was listening to it this morning when I was getting ready and Jordan decided to come home for lunch and so I hear the door open and it freaked me the hell out. Like I'm in Vanity listening to my favorite murder I'm like, oh, oh, okay. It's just you. <laughs> like, That's oh, we funny. might we might have a problem. We might need to take a break from that too. But That's how I was when I just listened to Up and Vanish because
0: it's like about a girl going missing. Michael went out of town and I was like, someone's going to steal me in yeah. bed tonight.
1: But hey, you know what? If it's invoking this sense of um, being aware and checking our doors and just you know yes, there's can, purpose you never know just like we hope
0: that we invoke a sense of heart and yes. soul into <laughs> your everyday lives
1: great segue Catherine. thanks for am sticking it thank you how long have we been recording for
0: i think we're pushing oh we're pushing it we're pushing um, the 36 minute mark yeah this
1: is easy we <laughs> we can't can't do this so easy we got them. <laughs> this is not gonna be a problem
0: all right, so we'll wrap it up. Um, we are going to be recording these weekly. And a, one of the cool things that we're going to do with this is interview other women in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, if you have any stories of breakthrough or you just want to, like, hang out, have a glass of wine, and talk with us, um, please email us at soul, dot true foundation at gmail.com i know that's so long but it's soul s o l e dot true foundation at com. you can also email that with any questions you might have for us on the podcast um but yeah let's just take this and run with it let's get to know the women in our community and um let's go big with this podcast
1: yes thank you so much for listening guys and uh send in some questions for next time or topics that you think you would like to hear Anna. We love you. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye.